Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the From the Finney podcast with me, Jake. And me, Ollie. In this episode of the pod, we're going to look back over Saturday's 2 1 win over Luton Town. Uh, we're scoring goals again, and we're going to look ahead to Cardiff and Leeds in the coming week or so. good how are you feeling yeah really good thanks jake how are you yeah mate i'm really good good really i'm good. a bit um bit zoned out so i apologize in advance to anyone listening that's fine listeners don't matter as long as you talk sense instead of shite <clears throat> they probably won't matter if you talk shite because you're usually just funny when you do that fair enough we'll see what happens but yeah uh, good good weekend yeah made all the better by a win yesterday yeah it's mad how uh, two wins in four days can change everyone's Maybe. mindset. Yeah. Yeah. We're exactly the same team as we were a week ago. Mm. But back-to-back wins. Yeah. And it's all changed, isn't it? Yeah. Big win yesterday as well with the other results. Mm. No, it's so tight, going. though, isn't it? Mm. I think like we could we could lose a game in the next couple of weeks and results go against us and we could find ourselves, I think, 10th in the league or 11th. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've, I don't think we've been outside the playoffs since very early. Like We went 7th briefly, didn't we? About two weeks. Um, no, a yeah. week or something. Yeah, but we've, um, we've been around the top six, but we can't just establish a bit of a gap. But as long as we're still in and around it, yeah, fun. well, we've said all along, haven't we? If we can just keep ourselves in touch, then yeah, as the season draws to a close, uh, to a close, sorry, we've got every opportunity to secure a playoff place. Or if yeah. West Brom and Leeds capitulate, then maybe nick a top two. But I can't see that happening. No, obviously, um, did West Brom win late on yesterday? Yes, Charlie Austin came yeah. off the bench and scored. So that late winner against us, they had a they had a lucky goal against Wigan when Jamie Jones picked the ball up and then obviously won late yesterday. So they're just they're grinding it out. I think yeah. Leeds are a better Leeds are a better team, but they had one of their weird results yesterday. Christmas time, isn't it? Yeah, they go a bit they go a bit west at times, don't they? Yeah. Well I think I still think they'll be up there. Yeah. Plus they've got what? A ten point gap to us in third. Yeah. So yeah, but as long as we keep plugging away, got a couple of tough away games and that coming up. So Exactly. exactly. Um, just before we get stuck into it, again, while everyone's listening at this point, um, we are still looking for a sponsor for the pod. So if you or anyone that you know has business or anything like that and you wouldn't mind getting involved and sponsoring us, um, get in touch. You can DM us on social media, on Twitter or Facebook or email us just from the finney at gmail.com. 
and we can try and sort something out. Um, so yeah, the looting game. <clears throat> I think you you mentioned before it was four two three one, and then likewise for looting, wasn't it? Yeah, I think well they've they've been playing with a diamond, but um, there were more they, they set up to match us yesterday really, but they didn't they didn't really um, they didn't come to play football, did they? No, at point we sat with like um, like two banks of four with one in the middle. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a frustrating game. Obviously, Galley was back in, Fish was back in at right back. Um, Hughes started his second game in as many at left back. I think Bauer as well, second game in as many. Yeah, I think yeah. Yesterday was the first time I think we've had a back four with four players in the correct positions for a good while. Yeah. Obviously, Hughes and Fisher at full-back. Um, and I thought you could tell it was just a lot more balanced, weren't it? Even though we never really looked like conceding, do we? Obviously, they got the penalty, but um, defensively, uh, whole game aside, we've actually been okay. We just can't seem to keep a clean sheet at the minute. No, yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is, isn't it? I think yeah. the, the bigger worry than not keeping the clean sheet is the away record, but Mm. Don't want to go over all ground. We've spoken about that plenty of times, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought the fullbacks yesterday were impressed me. They were. Yeah. I thought they were. They did well. Hughes looks like he's never really been away. Um, yeah, and it's just showing for me what having an actual left back at left back can can bring to a side. Mm. Um, his overlapping runs. He, he comfortably gets up and down. He doesn't have to stop and trap back cut back onto his right foot to whip any balls in. Yeah. That's not a slight I'm rafty. Like just the facts you know, of how it is, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I and thought it was good. For Fisher on the other side. Yeah, it makes a big difference when you've got actual fullbacks who mm. can play on the on the preferred side. Um but yeah Luton yesterday just I think that's why the, the fullbacks are so involved because he sat just really deep behind the ball <laughs> and narrow and then obviously Maguire and Bowden like to tuck inside a bit and yeah. Fisher Fisher in particular quite a lot of space. I think did Fisher put the cross in for the goal? He put the first ball in it. Obviously it, it turned over again, didn't it? But um the I think was it Galley played the ball into Stockley, who touched it on. Barky played it on to Fisher, Fisher played it across, Maguire back in to Harrop, who I think tried to have a shot, then Galley tried to have a shot and obviously it fell to yeah. Stockley had what felt like it felt like it took him about two years. Yeah. I've watched it, I watched it on the replay though. It doesn't even take long. No, it, it doesn't. Just felt, it just felt like it took ages. I think it was one of them when you're in the ground and you mm. you got all that pent up energy because you 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 know that really it's a game we should be winning and it's yeah. it's a massive chance in that. Um, yeah. But obviously buzzing to see him put it in the back of the net. Yeah. So even though we dominated the ball, I think we had 68 percent possession. Played 500 passes. Um, they had they had as many shots on target as we did. We both had three shots on target. Yeah, to be fair, we only so, had one shot more than they did. Um, yeah, but they just never really looked like troubling us, did they? Obviously, no, there was one on they one. They were just very. They were very direct. They just played on transitions, didn't they? Yeah, the one on one. Well, yeah, looking we... at the passes here, they had 230 to 480 for us. Well, I'm looking at something that's given us 500 and summit, but. We had about 500, didn't we? Yeah, near enough, um, isn't it? So, yeah, we, we just 
we just lacked a bit of decisiveness. Yeah, and uh, I think, maybe, honest, maybe it was a game that we missed DJ a bit in yesterday. Yeah, DJ, or I think maybe Bill performing a bit better could have helped. I don't think I don't think Bowden was particularly good. Uh, yesterday. Um, yeah. Again, I don't know if maybe two games in the period that he's played them in mm-hmm. is would have uh, sorry was best considering he's coming back from however long out but I suppose it doesn't really matter now does it we won the game yeah he's got more minutes under his belt than he was brought off so yeah I'm surprised Barky's not started either the last two it's quite rare for that to happen he'll come back in against Cardiff yeah maybe he's looking for something a bit different at home yeah I don't know a bit more creativity but um thought he did all right when he came on actually made a good impact mm-hmm um, like and said, then, he was involved in the in the build up to the goal. Yeah, and then and, well, yeah. all three subs were obviously yeah, Harris, mate, Barkey, yeah. and then Stockley finished it off, didn't he? Yeah, I thought Neil was proactive yesterday. To be fair, with his subs, he made us all quite early, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and then obviously Stockley in the right place to put it in. But I thought um, time scored the goal. Yeah, the only negative for me was Fisher's tenth yellow card. Yeah, he, he looked his way into it, didn't he? Yeah, because we looked a lot. We just looked a lot more balanced yesterday yeah. with Fisher in. But um, don't get me wrong. I think Alan Brown's done well there, um, and we'll yeah. come on to him in a little bit. But it, just that little, little something extra with Fisher in, and you know, an actual fullback, as we said about Hughes, an actual fullback playing in their actual position. Yeah, I think Fisher's one of the best in the league. Me. Yeah, and I agree, and his, his quality into the box sometimes leaves a little bit to be desired, but he's overlapping runs. Like There was a time yesterday where he overlapped Bill, and I think Bill, probably looking back, will think that he should have slid, slid the ball through to Darnell, but obviously... No, he's, he, uh, yeah, he's just all-round game, is class. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to... It's obviously a two-game ban, and Rafferty's got out for two more games as well, so... Two games, yeah. Um, so we'll be flush with right backs after Leeds. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he had, he had a good battle with Lawalawara, I thought as well. Yeah, you could see from Excellent. the get go. Um, I'll tell you one thing I didn't like was the fact that obviously Luton won the toss and made us shoot the other way to the way we normally do. Mm. I hate that. Yeah, sitting at, so yeah, much. Sitting at the town and especially that that. It takes something away from the game. Yeah, it's, it's such last, a little last, thing, though, isn't it? Well, I think it's quite a big thing. Last 20, if you need a goal, <clears> shooting towards the town. And obviously, it didn't matter yesterday because we scored late on at the other end. But yeah. just feels like the town can have a bit of an effect sometimes. But Yeah. Yeah, just one of them. I agree, but I mean, obviously, fair play to Luton. They've, they've decided that they wanted to try and give themselves the best opportunity and... Yeah, they were massive time wasters, weren't they? Probably the worst I've seen at Deepdale this season. Yeah, I know we're usually quite bad for it in away games, but they took the piss. I don't think I've seen anything that bad since League One days. Mm. Not a deep anyway. They look like a, this is not to sound Bitter. like I'm slagging off Luton, but they did just look a bit like a League One team. Just the way, just yeah, a bit of the quality was, and just the way they set up really. To be honest, they didn't yeah. really have much quality. I think it was quite clear from the get-go that they'd mm. they'd come and set out to just try and nick anything that they could from the game. Yeah, um, which is fair enough in their position. Yeah, that's yeah, fair yeah. 
you can completely understand it. They were three points above the relegation zone. Mm. But it's something that we used to see week in, week out in League One. Teams coming to Deepdale, sitting deep just to try and frustrate us. Yeah. I thought when we got the first goal, we'd, they're normally the kind of games we can push on a bit more. But it didn't really, yeah. uh, really materialise. Another game that we've gone ahead in and gone on to win. Yeah. First goal's massive, isn't it? Yeah, the only Alex, one. Alex Neal says it. Yeah, it's a Swansea one, isn't it? Away from home. Yeah. Um, and I think just <clears throat> before we leave the looting game behind, um, credit needs to go to Declan Rudd. Yeah. I thought you didn't think he did that well, did you, with this one? Well, I thought it was a great save. Initially, I didn't, but I've since watched it back. And for those of that are wondering what, what we're on about, I said to you after the game, didn't I, that I thought I didn't think the strike was the best, but after what you said to me and having since watched it back, like you said, Deck did did everything right, really, that you'd yeah. expect the goalkeeper to do. He came out, made himself big, stayed on his feet for as long as he could. Yeah. Um, and, and I still stand by the fact that I don't think the shot was the greatest, but mm. if he hadn't have done what he did and done it right... we he could Yeah, he could have made it really easy for the striker. Yeah, he could have done. Um, so, yeah, yeah, fair play, Deck, like we've said. That, yeah, he's actually... Um, I'd say he's actually having his best run of form. Probably since yeah. Alex Neil came in. We just can't seem to get a clean sheet, but as long as we're winning games. Yeah, I suppose it and one, matter, does it? Yeah, one last thing I'd say as well about um Luton game is we won seventy five percent of our aerial duels yesterday, which just shows you what a difference um Hughes and Bauer make as well. Yeah. So yeah, as long well, as um they they both won the most aerial duels combined, didn't they? Yeah, they're just Hughes is exceptional. I think that is quite underrated in the air. Yeah, well, uh, Bauer won nine, Hughes won eight, so... Yeah, absolutely just dominated him, really, physically, I thought. Mm. And I think uh, Graham Jones said said as much after the game, so... What 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 does he have to say, specifically? Anything <laughs> worth knowing? What, about about just... About the game yesterday? Oh, about the game yesterday? No, he said um, Deep Dad's really hard place to come, all this... Uh, and it shows how well they competed that we had to score a late goal and then which is to be fair it's fair enough isn't it they competed yeah, quite well I suppose he's not going to come out and say they were shit is he well yeah good win back to back wins and then yeah. the home form but, um, West Brom game aside absolutely unbelievable well I think we're still top of the home form table aren't we yeah I don't know I've, I've lost count now but we must have how many have we played 10 at home must have won seven, six or seven. Give me a sec. Maybe oh, even more. No. Yeah, we're just um, we found a way to win it deep now. We found a way to win against Fulham. We're not playing as vibrantly as we did in the earlier part of the season at Deepdale, but we're just finding a way to get it. Yeah, done. so we're top of the home form table, twenty nine points from twelve games. Um, yeah, that's mad. Leeds, Leeds are second, but they've only played eleven. And then mm. Cardiff and West Brom. Um, Cardiff are third. They've taken 23 from 10 games. And West Brom have taken 22 from 10 games. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Shows you how tough the next couple of games are going to be. Mm. As well. And, yeah. and just just goes to show how important our um, home form actually is to our position as well. Because Cardiff, like I said, are third in the home form table with 23 from 10 games. But they're they're seventeenth in the away form table with one extra point 
Mm. We're 18th with one last point, but we sit third and they sit, what, 12th? Yeah, there won't be many points behind us, though, will they? There'll be about a win, two wins behind us, probably. Yeah. Five points. Yeah, but it's never been... I can't remember a, a season ever being this tight at this stage. No, it's mental, isn't it? Yeah. I it's always not, keep, at least... keep thinking... So I, was, I keep thinking it's going to break, break away a bit. Away. Obviously, the top two's broken away, but that's it. Yeah, normally at this point in the season, at least down to sort of eighth or ninth, there's a bit of a gap. Mm. Or you've you've got to go down to comfortably mid-table at the moment yeah. to find... Christmas period will be massive. Arguably, Hull in 14th on 30 points. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm wildly out of it. You know, they're only five points off sixth place. Exactly. That's nothing, is it, really? Uh, so, yeah, good yeah. Good, uh, good season so far. No, it has. It's been good. Um, but I think if we're going to go on and do anything, we need to maintain the home form and we, we absolutely have to improve our away form. Yeah. I think that's given, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so before we go on to a break, um, took a couple of questions from Twitter from some of our followers. Um, first of all, got a bit of a double barrel question, if you will, from uh, Smithy. So the first part is, does the term automatic pick apply at North End? And does that mean that Davis will have to wait his turn to get back in when he's fit? I think automatic pick does apply. No. Do you not think? What, um, in terms of? Just the general squad. In terms of, if you've got Darnell Fisher fit or Joe Raft and Joe Rafty fit, Darnell's the automatic pick. All oh, right, yeah, in that sense, of course, but I don't think. <clears throat> well, obviously, Barker didn't has not started the last couple of games. Brown, who's arguably one of his favourites, went through a stage of not starting. So, but I think with with uh, Ben Davis, it's quite he's simply the best centre back at the club. Mm, it is so, so when he is fit I don't think he will have to wait his turn to get back in nah. and what does that even mean waiting his turn because you can't wait for a mistake from another centre back to put him back in he just goes straight back in because he has the most important thing is he's left footed yeah it and just, just adds a little piece of balance to the back forward doesn't it yeah and then when you've got Hughes and Davis together on the same side it makes a massive difference so yeah. in that in that sense I'd say yeah he's probably going to be an automatic pick, but I don't think Alex Neal like has players that he knows are going to play every game, regardless. Apart from, I'd just say Ben Pearson, but yeah, you know. and, but, and yeah. I think Ben Davis as well if he's fit. Yeah, well Ben, yeah, both Bens, I'd say, um, and probably Bauer as well. But um, but yeah, to, considering how many games they miss now, four or five, something like that. He weren't. He, I know he wasn't far away yesterday, so he should be definitely back for for the Cardiff game. So the second part is: Will there be a midfield reshuffle on Saturday at Cardiff with Fisher suspended, or will Clark go in at right back? So I think what he's alluding to there is: Will Alan Brown play at right back, and will will there be changes in the middle of the park, or will it just be keep it as is, Clark in? I personally think Clark will play. Mainly because of the opposition. <clears throat> yeah. If you look at what Neil Harris did when he was at Millwall. Millwall, 
I think he's taken a similar approach there. Obviously, they have got better wide players, but I think... Um, they have, but also... I think Clark I think, that, I think the squad is still quite similar in that it's... I think Cardiff's squad suits Neil Harris in the way that he sets teams up and likes yeah. to play. Yeah, I think um, in terms of the Leeds game after, that would be one where I'd expect Brown to play, just because of his mobility Yeah. over Clark's. Yeah, and his energy as well. He can get up and down a lot more, can't yeah. he? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I think Clark will go back in. So yeah, the second one, I think this is a bit of a, a joke, but... Should Darnell Fisher be fined twenty grand for seemingly insisting on getting bucked when he knows that we have a shortage of defenders or not? <laughs> Who's this question off? Uh, at Matt's underscore Allen A double L E N. What does Matt think? I haven't got a clue what Matt thinks, mate. No, I think um, he does take the piss a bit, doesn't he? Does Darnell? But um... he does. I think twenty grand fines a bit harsh though, seeing as he's probably not even even on half of that for his weekly wage maybe yeah. around that I know Ben Pearson's been fined in the past yeah I'm not surprised Fisher well, will obviously be getting fined but to average a yellow card every 124 minutes at this point in the season is pretty crazy strange. he's on 10 yellows now he's played 5 less games than Pearson I think yeah so yeah um, it's a bit of an issue it's a bit of an issue really yeah I think and it, 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 there's not many. There's not. He doesn't make many bad tackles. It's normally just an accumulation of stuff within the game, mm. which is a bit of an issue. But because he's so good as well, we miss him. You just yeah. You just can't can't afford to. So that that'll be his third. When he's finished that suspension, that'll be three games missed already. Yeah. Well, the next, next most booked player is Sam Hutchinson, who's played three more games than him. Also has 10, 10 yellows. Yeah. Uh, you just wouldn't expect it from a right back. More minutes than him as well. Yeah, you just wouldn't expect it from a right back particularly. I'm, no. I'm, I've, I've not seen the yellow card table, but I'm guessing most of them are central midfielders. Uh, yeah. Sam Hutchinson, Jonathan Hogg, Sam Morsey. Yeah, all uh, sentiments. They're the next three after Fisher. Then Tom Lawrence, who's can play centre mid, but doesn't. No, nah, he's, he's a winger. Gallagher, again, attacking mid. Yeah. But then you've got Sunjic at Birmingham and then Pearson. Yeah, so basically Fishers. So yeah, they're yeah. almost all mid midfielders in some form or another. Yeah. Neil Neil won't be happy. No, of course he won't. I can guarantee you that. But he's I think probably but, he's probably at the stage yeah. now. Sorry, I was just going to say he's probably at the stage now where he's got a similar reputation to Pearson. I suspect so. Yeah, but I think the other thing as well. It, yesterday he, he seemed to talk himself into the book. Yeah. Um, so I think his reputation will be more around him probably being a bit of a gobshite as opposed yeah. to he doesn't really fly into nasty challenges like Pearson does yeah. like he's done in the past. Yeah. Um, obviously Neil's said, hasn't he, that he doesn't mind if Pearson gets booked for a, a bad challenge if mm. it's something that he needs to do in the game, but it's when it's the godding off and descent or whatever you want to call it at the referees yeah. that they're the ones that he minds. And you yeah. would imagine that the same applies for Fisher as well. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why it's a bit of an issue. Just on that quickly yesterday, I thought Pearson was going to bring him down. Do you know when he went one-on-one? Yeah, he kind of like looked up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was going to be a red card, which would have been a nightmare. But yeah, he's, to be honest, I think Ben's, Ben's doing all right. I think he's only on six yellows, is he? 
Yeah, six yellows in yeah. 20, 20 appearances. Yeah. So that's not too bad, really. That's about average. Well, yeah. probably a bit a bit above average, but for a centre mid. Well, I was going to say, for not the end of the position, world. considering that nine of the ten top booked, most booked players in the league are all mm. centre midfielders in some form. Yeah. Currently sits eighth. Yeah. It's not too bad, considering yeah. his, his history. Um, but yeah, well, I think, is that brew time, mate? Yeah, probably. Sound. I'll go kettle and I'll see you in part two. Welcome back to part two of the From the Finney podcast. In this part, we're going to basically probably spend most of it talking about transfers. Um, when we asked for questions on Twitter, the majority were transfer related. And then we'll finish looking ahead to Cardiff City and Leeds United in the build up to and just past the Christmas period. Well, Boxing Day, not past the Christmas period. It still is the Christmas period. Um, yeah, anyway, Eamon Brophy has obviously been linked quite a lot. In the last probably three or four days, two mm. or three days, and I'm not going to lie, I don't know anything about him other than he's about 23, 24. He's a striker and he plays in Scotland somewhere. Yeah, um, he's 23. Um, he's played quite a lot out wide as well on the left this season. He's only scored four goals this season um, for Kilmarnock, <laughs> but. Um, well, Neil had him, yeah. didn't he, at Hamilton? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that's... I, to be honest, he only scored... Well, I say only, but he scored 20 goals in his two seasons with uh, Hamilton, I think. So it's only 10 goals a season, isn't it? What are you looking at? I'm just reading this article on Deepdale Digest. Oh, because on here it says that he scored 21 goals in 73 appearances at Killy. And then scored seven goals in 66 appearances at Hamilton. Oh, I don't know then. Right, we'll just put just cut that bit out. I'm just reading this. It says, Deep Dale Digest. A move to Kilmarnock followed in 2017 when he scored 20 times in his first two seasons. Yeah, Kilmarnock, not Hamilton. Oh, yeah, shit. Fuck. <laughs> Dickhead. Ah, oh, right. Sorry, right, I'll leave it in. It's funny. Right, so I am still hungover. Yeah, disclaimer. Um, yeah, but I just, to be honest, I can't be bothered to sign any more players from Scotland. Obviously, the last one being Louis Malt, but Stevie may before that. Mm. Um, we've just had a few, haven't we, similar it, sort of... I mean, the jury for me is still out on Louis Malt. Um, that game he played against Wigan played well. He's had spells where he's played well, but and, and don't get me wrong, it's unfortunate what's happened to him with his injury and stuff like that. But he's either not been given a run enough to show on a consistent basis what he can do. Don't get me wrong, he scored some big goals. Um, I'll just make it simple for you. It's not good enough. Um, same as Stevie <laughs> May. So but we definitely need a striker though. Yeah, we so, did. We needed one in the summer. Yeah. I just don't know. 
obviously Neil's worked with him, so if he likes him, then you'd back Neil. But yeah, and he's young. That might come down to yeah, he's he's, he's twenty three, so might come down to budget again. Obviously, he would never be Neil's number one choice, would he? Nope. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. I'll see that one. That's just come from the Daily Mail, though, so I don't know how. Take it with a pinch much. of salt. Yeah, I don't. And we always seem to get linked. When there's a player in Scotland, they always get linked with Rangers. I know. And they get linked with us, which I just find a bit odd. Mm, but yeah, oh, oh, Rangers are linked with our players, i.e. Rudd. Yeah. Um, obviously, Nugent scored on Tuesday. Stockley scored yesterday. Maguire scored on Tuesday. So, the forward players are back in the goals, but there's no doubt we need another, we need another option up there. Yeah, well, I think yesterday it was just... Arguably, could do with a wide option as well. Yeah, I was thinking that yesterday. Like, obviously, we've got Harrop and Bill, Barkey, Shawnee plays there as well, but... Gets a bit just, stale. Yeah, I just feel like we're just missing something in the mould of Callum Robinson or something like that. Someone that can pick up the spaces that he did and, and play in that sort of yeah. style, if you know what I mean. Obviously, very hard to replicate it, but I know what. Oh you yeah, mean. absolutely it is. Yeah, well, there's again been been the links over the last few weeks with Scott Sinclair, but I just can't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get a link with Sinclair, then you get a link with Eamon Brophy. That's going to come down to budget, which one yeah. you go for. So, but if we're still, we will be around the top six come start of January, just because of the nature of where we are now, but. We sh- we just we've said it before, but we need to like if, if we sign this this lad from Scotland who scored four goals this season, it's just a bit. It's like it's just a bit. It's a bit deflating, isn't it? But mm, yeah, it doesn't really fill you with confidence that yeah. you're yeah, and like you come into the playoffs, does it? Yeah, I've never seen him. I've never seen him play, to be honest. But um, I, I don't. I'd literally never heard of him until. Oh, he's, he's the other day. To be fair, he's he's got a bit of a reputation up there. He's, I've heard of him. He's got um. He's got a cap for Scotland as well now. He's, he's, he sounds like Neil's type of player in terms of he can play a couple of different positions. He sounds like he works his bollocks off all the time. But like you said, like Scotland just hasn't worked well for us. And and if we're serious about challenging or doing anything this season, we've said it before that we need to start looking like a level above what we're currently doing in the transfer market. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to see with that one. But yeah, obviously the other the other one that's been heavily linked over the last few weeks with reports that I think Liverpool's loan manager was apparently down at Loftus Road watching us. Yeah, and saw that in Deepdale or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, but obviously came in Kelleher from uh, yeah. Liverpool, the young goalkeeper, young Irish lad. Yeah, to be fair, he's older than I thought he was. He's 21. Still youngish though, isn't it's it? It's young, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought he was eighteen, nineteen. But um, yeah, I can't remember where I saw that. But apparently, um, their loan, their loan guy was was watching us um, at some point. Yeah. So I yeah, Twitter or something like that. I can't yeah. remember. Um, it sounds like we are still going to make a move for a keeper. Yeah. But to be fair to Rudd, last. I'd say the last since the international break, even though we actually lost four in a row, I thought he's probably been one of our best players in that period. Yeah, of time. he's not really been 
think he's so much, has he? I think he's been doing all right. Obviously, the two penalty incidents that hit the uh, the West Brom, the West Brom, and the QPR ones. But generally, I think he's been good. He's made some good saves. His yeah. kicking's his kicking's improved as well for me. But obviously, it's an area we can still improve. It's an but area it's, we can still improve. It's a complete gamble with this guy, though, with this kid. And I think the other thing, the other thing that you got to bear in mind as well is if what we're told is correct, he's had an offer on the table of a new contract since the end of September, and he's still not signed it. Well, same as Bill, isn't it? Well, yeah, obviously Bill ended up signing his, but yeah, Bill was never really linked with any other moves. Rudd's been linked with potentially moving up to Rangers. I think in the summer it was. Maybe it wasn't, I don't know, but I think it was a well-known secret that he wanted to move closer back to Norwich because he's still, I think his family is still based down there. He's set up a football academy. Well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something, you, can't, you don't get closer to Norwich when you move to Glasgow, do you? So, no, I know, but I'm not to saying be honest, there's I think, in the Rangers thing. But no, I don't think there's anything in that. There's obviously a reason why he's holding off signing the alleged deal if it is on the table. Just more money, isn't it? Or he wants to move closer to home. Yeah. He's out of contract. He can he can probably get himself more money without a club needing to pay a fee for him. Yeah, I'd, he won't move to another championship club, though, if he leaves us on a free. But he won't be a number one anyway. No. But, so, uh Yeah, but obviously this, this young lad from, from Liverpool... Um, I've no idea what he's like. He's, from what I can see, he's made just under 20 appearances for the under-19s and the under-21s for the Republic of Ireland. Yeah. I, so, saw, him in, I saw him in the uh, in the cup game. Did you see the 5-5 Liverpool-Arsenal? Yeah, vaguely. I saw bits of it. I think me yeah. and, um, me and uh, Dan and Pilks, I think, were doing a pod. Oh, right. Yeah. Um Obviously, you can't five. It doesn't really mean anything, but um, it's obviously highly rated at Liverpool. Yeah, uh, he, he's, he's from, been on the bench quite a lot, hasn't he? Yeah, he's from Cork as well, so no. Well, they won't know him, but obviously, I do. Makes it easier to integrate. Well, I think is he was that ring behind Rangers where Alan Brown was. Yeah, and uh, Adam O'Reilly was as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's. We've said it before, though. It'll be a big risk doing that because obviously Liverpool's terms and conditions. Yeah. He wouldn't have to play, but you'd it'd be pretty likely to play most games. There's, there's a financial penalty for any player that doesn't play, isn't there? Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I read that it was a set fee. I read that it was you pay double their weekly wage if they don't play. But whatever it is, there's obviously a financial penalty of some. Some kind, which to an extent you can understand, because obviously Liverpool want their youngsters to go out, get experience yeah. and develop. But at the same time, from our point of view, they shouldn't just be able to walk into a side. Like we've said, Rudd over the last month or so has, has done well and has yeah. improved. And if we bring in a young 21-year-old who's never made a professional appearance, first-team appearance... Yeah. Well, they, were, they, they were willing to do that with... Murich, weren't they? So it's obviously something that they've they've highlighted and they want a young, highly rated keeper. Mm. Or perhaps so, it's just a case of Rudd's off. Maybe he just won't sign a new deal. He's off in the summer. They want to get someone in for the second half of the season, keep Ripley as backup, 
and go again in the summer. You just don't know. Nah, I'm just rejecting that. Okay, you reject it. <laughs> I just don't. They're, they're only thinking about this season now. They're not bringing in a 21-year-old because they know Rudd's going to leave. Not a chance. <clears throat> it's too big of a risk to do that just because Rudd's going to leave. But I genuinely think it's because Neil wants a better keeper. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously there's been there's been a lot of debate, I think is probably the best way of putting it online, about people saying, oh, well, Rudd's done well, so we don't need a new keeper. Or... And we're probably more in this camp or saying that he's not quite good enough. So if you can if you can upgrade a position, then why wouldn't you? And I think I still stand by that as well as he's played. Yeah. We can do better. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's obviously yeah. they wanted to keep her in summer as well, so they're not not they're not gonna it's not just, just ignore yeah. it. The situation because, hasn't changed since the summer, so it's not yeah. just something that they're gonna drop, is it? I agree. Yeah, Cardiff on Saturday. Is it half twelve kickoff? I believe it is. It's on Sky again. Sky again. I will Big be in time. the pub again, and I'll be. I'll be, uh, I'll be on the sofa recovering from Friday night. Last big night out before Christmas. Works. Big work night out here on Friday. So, thank you very much, Sky Sports. They've actually helped me quite a lot this month for various reasons. Yeah. Well, your your trains were knackered the other night, weren't they? Yeah. Um, just aside, I can never remember us being on TV like six times in the space of like a month. No, I can't either. Mad. So mm. funny what happens, isn't it, when you start doing well? Yeah, but very tough <clears> game. <throat> I think you said before, what are they third, fourth in the home table? No, uh, yeah, something like that. Third, yeah. I think. They've done quite well since Neil Harris went in there. So, and they've got some good players as well. Obviously, Premier League team last season, so. Always a tough game, anyway. Yeah. No matter where they are in the league, it's always just well, going to be. A... Uh, the season before they went up, or the sorry, the season that they went up, when we went away to uh, the Cardiff City Stadium, and I think they end up winning one nil. Tom Clark last five minutes. Yeah, it was on Sky Sports as well. Yeah. Um, you know that was a tough game. Yeah, always the, especially when now it's Neil Harris. To be fair, he's not that much different from Warnock, but you know it's just going to be uh-huh. an, an absolute battle. So I could see maybe Potts coming back in, depending on the right back situation. Brown, obviously, uh, and then I think we'll probably use pace up front because their centre backs are very, very, very slow. Um, yeah, they're not the quickest, so, yeah. are they? No, so we'll be. Um, It'll be a tough game. We just need to sort this away form out ASAP. There has to be a point, doesn't there, with, with the away form that there has to be a game that changes it. I thought it was the Charlton game, to be honest. I, I hoped it was the Charlton game. Mm. Um, and to be fair, the Charlton game shows that we can put in good performances away from home. Yeah. Uh, we just, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's confidence, Um or what, but for whatever reason, we just, for the majority of the away games this season, just seem to crumble. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to put your finger on. Um, To be fair, we have have had a bit of bad luck at certain times in away games. Um, Like, the whole whole game was just a write-off because of the circumstances. The Derby game, we were a bit unlucky to lose, I thought, having watched the game. And then earlier yeah, on in the season, because I didn't see it. 
the Swansea game we were unfortunate to lose. Millwall, arguably again, unfortunate. So Well, uh, we've covered it again in the past. Don't want to go over old ground, but for me, Declan Costa's that. As as he did with the Reading game away. I think, was it the 7th or the 8th yeah, minute? Having been there, I'm not paying any blame on Rudd for that. It was an absolutely terrible performance. Um, we just, just we looking, have... Cardiff are actually in pretty decent form at the minute. Yeah, it's a tough game. They've, they've, done they've won three, drawn two of the last six, and obviously lost one, which yeah. is a 2-1 against Brentford the other week. Yeah. Yeah, they've done well since Neil Harris went in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's definitely going to be a tough one. Yeah, and then obviously Boxing Day, same again at Leeds, Sky Sports. The big early, one. Early yeah. game as well, I think. So, and we never to be do fair, well no, we never do well there, do we? Oh. Two two of the toughest possible away games back to back in a, in a very short space of time. So a, a tough period, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't know how many points you're going to actually hope for. Obviously, you hope six, but to be honest, even you take a, you take a point eight, you take a eight, point in both yeah. games. Yeah. And then, well, that's only two points from six, and then you're dropping on the table, aren't you? So it's a bit of a it, it keep, you stay unbeaten, don't you? Yeah, and then you come into a back-to-back home games, and if yeah, you, yeah, I you, think they're the important ones to be honest. After it, like that, where you start building up a bit of momentum, players yeah. get a bit of confidence. But the two home games in a row, are one where you've got a, I don't, I just don't want to look too far, but you've got to be looking for six points from them. Mm. Yeah, I think is it uh, Reading and Borough? Yeah, with a New Year period. Yeah, two winnable games, and for me. Oh, yeah. Record the two games that you you want to be targeting six points from. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so then four games in about 10, 10 11 days. Tough. After that, you'll start seeing a bit more uh, bit more uh, substance in the table. Yeah, and a few more Saturday to Saturday games as well. Yeah. So exciting time, to be fair. And yeah. then the window, then the window, Point the window season. will be open. Yeah. Well, big uh, again, big point in the season because the window will be open and there's there's a lot of games to come. So yeah. hopefully we come out of the end of January with um, a similar record to the one that we had last January, aside from the defeat away at Rotherham on New Year's Day. But I think I don't think we lost another game until March, was it? Or end of February. It was, it was, yeah, I think it was twelve unbeaten. So if we can replicate that and we can have a somewhat decent window then yeah you know you'd start to look at that and think maybe we can actually seriously do something here i mean don't get me wrong i, I do I think, think we're I... to do that now anyway but so do i yeah all right should we call that a pod mate yeah Splendid. Nice thank you very much that's nice uh, and thank you listener for listening to episode 26 of the from the finney podcast as always, you can find us on all the different social media platforms, well, the main three, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're just from the Finney. Uh, give us a follow or a like or whatever on those platforms, and you can stream the podcast on the majority of decent podcast platforms as well. And, um, yeah, get in touch. DM us. Email us. We're just from the Finney at gmail.com. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and cheers to you, Alice. Thanks, Thanks, See you later.